KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. A lot of talk and concern about inflation these days, and there are some in Congress floating the idea of suspending the federal gas tax to help fight it. What impact could that have? To talk about that, we caught up with Dr. Stephen Balsam. He is a professor of accounting at Temple University's Fox School of Business. Interesting conversation. Give a listen. So to start talking about a gas tax, I think it's important. There's a federal gas tax and states have their own, in many cases, their own gas tax, correct? That is correct. And in fact, this, you know, like the state of Pennsylvania, the gas tax is more than the federal gas tax. When we're talking about the federal gas tax, if I read it correctly, uh, we're talking a little over 18 cents a gallon on gasoline and a little over 24 on diesel. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, It's 18.3 cents per gallon of gasoline, and it's been that way since 1993. What are these funds used for? It goes into the Highway Trust Fund. So, I mean, think about the interstate highway system. Uh, This money is, you know, so-called set aside to repair the highways. We have heard some in Congress. I don't know that I would say it's been a big push, but it's been mentioned uh, to suspend the federal gas tax to help fight inflation. Is this something that would help put a dent in inflation or is this something that politicians float to make it look like they are addressing the problem? Can I say both both of the above? Sure. Uh, yes. It, I mean, it is definitely something that politicians will say to, you know, to claim they're addressing the problem or doing what they can. And there really is limited things what politicians can do at this point in time. Would it make a dent in inflation or would it make a ding in inflation? Uh, you know, by definition, you're lowering the price of something that is highly visible Okay, gasoline is one of the few services that you can drive around town and the the prices are just staring you in the face. Um, So it's quite visible. Uh, And it is something that the vast majority of Americans use. Okay, I did read somewhere that, you know, the average person, it's about $300 a year it costs them for the federal gas tax. Uh, Again, the state of Pennsylvania and most states actually charge more than the 18.3 cents. So, you know, we pay the price of the oil, we pay the price of the refining, uh, and then both the state and federal government add on to it. I'm interested, you know, with this money going into the highway fund, we just passed a massive infrastructure bill. And if I'm connecting two dots that shouldn't be connected... Would this be, if you're going to suspend the gas tax, would this be a good time to do it because you've got this windfall of money specifically for infrastructure repair roads that if there is a, you know, if that trust fund dwindles a bit, there is money for similar purposes that can be utilized? One of the issues with the gas tax, again, it hasn't increased since 1993, and many people believe it's insufficient to keep up with, you know, the needed repairs. I mean, the miles driven have increased since that time. Prices have gone up since that time. So there, many people believe that the, you know, the 18.3 cents is just insufficient and that 
if it was if it wasn't for politics, we would have increased it many times since you know ninety three. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure if you know this or not. But all of our other Western allies, call it the European countries, Canada, their gasoline is much more expensive in those countries uh, because they do charge much higher gasoline taxes. Given what we've talked about, do you think suspending it would be worthy in this moment that we are in? Um, Now, as we're talking on December 10th, Gas prices have started to come down a little bit. Inflation still a significant concern, but would this be a worthy cause? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I mean, gas prices are going down, and they're predicted to go down even further. In terms of the effect on inflation, I would probably say it's more of a ding than a dent. Uh, so it's really a marginal effect, uh, or a you know, yeah, it's just a trivial. It would have a trivial effect on inflation. I am not sure, you know, what uh, the government could do about inflation, but it's it's a much bigger issue than a gasoline tax. To that point, this is really the first time in my adult life that inflation has been top of mind for many people. Uh, how much are you concerned? How much do you think it's here to stay? How much do you think it is a uh, in large part driven by the pandemic. And as we get that under control, we might see things uh, revert closer to normal. Where are you as far as a level of concern? I'm quite concerned. Um, I do believe inflation is here to stay for quite a while. Uh, we, you know, one of the reasons, so for the last 35 to 40 years that inflation has been under control has been the international supply chain. You know, 40 years ago, I, I honestly don't remember, even though, you know, it's around 40 years ago. Uh, but I suspect that we got a lot, you know, a lot more of our goods were manufactured in this country. Uh, and now pretty much almost anything you buy, whether it's an N95 mask or uh, a car, if the entire thing is not manufactured overseas, components of it are. And it was just businesses maximizing their profits by you know, going to the lowest cost supplier. So international trade competition, free trade has been a major reason that inflation has stayed so low for so long. Uh, For a number of reasons, I don't foresee that continuing. We've all observed, you know, the, the importance of actually making things in this country. Okay, Um, we've seen what happens when the supply chain is broken. Okay, so we, you know, companies for both, both to maximize profit, to ensure supply, things like that, they're not going to outsource as much, uh, which will impact inflation. And all the shortages, we don't know when they are actually going to resolve themselves. And as many people would note, once inflation expectations are built up, uh, it's hard to reverse them. One of the things that I don't think I saw coming. I'm sure I didn't see coming to the beginning of this pandemic. Uh, But along with inflation, we have also seen wages rise pretty significantly. How much does the the rise in wages help to offset these inflation concerns? And uh, could we see the continuing rise in wages 
continue to offset for this length of time? Or do you think there's a time limit on how long we'll see these uh, wages rising? You know, I, you know, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't tell you how long wages will continue to rise. Um, we've had basically a good shock to the lower end of the pay distribution. Uh, many companies, even though in the state of Pennsylvania, 725 is not the minimum wage. I mean, 725 is the minimum wage, but we have many companies in the, in the state of Pennsylvania. You drive past McDonald's, you drive past Burger King, uh, all of these places that are known for employing low-wage workers, and they have signs starting at $13 an hour, starting at $15 an hour. Okay, so those people at the lower end of the wage distribution have, you know, they've done well uh, with these wage increases. And Lord knows even $15 an hour is not all that much. Uh, so I'm not begrudging them that. But their wage increases have far exceeded inflation. Okay. Uh, will they continue to increase? Maybe. Okay, I was reading an article about Amazon about how when they go into a market, they've been driving up the wages uh, for things like warehouse workers. So it may go up. It probably won't go up as fast as it has in the last year or two. Uh, but there's there is a downside. Okay, uh, when McDonald's and Burger King and Domino's have to pay fifteen or maybe even twenty dollars an hour, eventually that does get added into their prices. It is a cycle. Wages go up, costs of businesses go up. In order for them to stay in business, they have to rise, raise prices, which is inflation. I'm curious, and you talked about getting back to gas prices, how they're displayed everywhere, you know. And it really seems to me that a lot of how our economy is doing is a lot of times looked at through that simple window of gas prices. Uh, do you agree with that? And when I say how it's looked at, I mean mostly through the media, well, the way the media frames it. Um, and is that healthy to look at an economy with that being one of your top tiers of of how things are going? Well, you know, like I said before, it is one of the few things that is just so highly visible. I mean, people go into the supermarket, they may or may not observe the prices on the shelf. You know, they're getting a head of lettuce, they're getting a, a pound of ground beef. They may or may not, may or may not notice the prices. Um, and I notice personally, when you pay with a credit card or your phone, you don't even register it as if in the olden days, uh, you may or may not remember when you paid with cash. But, you know, the price tags on the supermarket shelf, they're tiny compared to those big neon signs that display the gas prices. And it is a, a big symptom or it does tell people about inflation. Uh, and that, I think, is its perhaps its main signal. And I'm curious about the gas tax. Talked about how it hasn't been risen since 93. We are seeing more electric vehicle. I guess, is there going to be a, a time of reckoning with the gas tax one way or another as we see more electric vehicles, more vehicles that don't require, you know, yes, fuel? Only. like how do you think that gets addressed in the future? 
Well, you know, the gas tax or just putting money aside from get from an excise tax on gasoline. Um, it's sort of a fiction because as you saw with this infrastructure bill, the gas tax wasn't enough. So they had to allocate additional funds to highways and other bridges and things of that nature. Uh, and one of the reasons, okay, so the gas tax hasn't gone up in years. Cars have become since 93 more fuel efficient. And yes, electric vehicles are a type of fuel efficiency. So those people aren't going to be paying gas taxes. At some point, you know, again, this is up to the people in Washington. Uh, at some point, maybe because more and more people are using electric vehicles, they do away with the gas tax. Or maybe, maybe, and again, uh, Biden has addressed this issue, and I'll explain how he's done it before. Um, maybe if you want to encourage people to, to buy electric vehicles, you increase the gas tax. Now, I know that's not popular, and I know President Biden has ruled that out. Okay, he's ruled it out because one of his campaign promises is not to raise taxes on anybody earning less than 400000 a year. And obviously, if he raised the gas tax, people earning less than 400000 a year would be paying it. And just overall, we talk about inflation, we talk gas prices, we've talked rising wages. Overall, how do you feel? about the economy in this moment? Are, do you think it's genuinely going in the right direction? Do the inflation concerns really have you concerned overall? What would you say you, you are? I'm going to be honest, Matt. I mean, my, my focus these days or my fear these days is not directly on the economy. It's on, how do we pronounce it, Omicron right now? Uh, and you know, of course, there is perhaps waves of infections, which will major league affect the economy. Okay, I'm not saying I'm worried about its economic effects, I'm worried about its health effects. But, you know, if, you know, if Omicron turns out to be milder, a milder version of Delta, and eventually it's like the common cold, then I do foresee the economy rebounding, getting steadier. Uh, all the supply chain issues resolving themselves one way or another. Uh, we have a robust economy. Uh, we have a lot of very, very smart people um, who, you know, business people who, you know, will try to work this out because it's in their best interest. Uh, the old Adam, Adam Smith invisible hand. Uh, so, you know, it's what happens to, you know, if COVID goes away or if it gets manageable, I think we'll be fine. If we have another wave this winter, it's going to be a long time. A lot of supply chain issues, a lot of lots of issues, let's put it that way. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 